Welcome back everyone to season three, numero tre for our Italian listeners. Joanne, how are you? Welcome back. Oh, Renee, it's so, so exciting to be back. Season three. Can we just have a moment to go season three? Like, wow, how amazing. So proud of us. This is really cool. We didn't think there was going to be a season three when we initially started. We didn't really know what we were doing. And I love that about us, that we had an idea, we sparked it, and who knew? We Let's celebrate. We've got listeners that are waiting for this season, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to jump into all the juiciness. But for those that may be new to our podcast, let's take it back a bit and what is strip it back all about? Oh, it just excites me. I sit here and I think, you know, literally two soul sisters who went, do you want to just have a go at making a podcast? And that's literally the birth of strip it back. And most of our beautiful friends and family, they've all made comments about, oh, you two are really interesting. Like you should totally, you know, record what you share, what you share, what you speak about, what you talk about. And we're just like, oh, all right then. And we kind of did. And with the support of, you know, community when their skill sets, we just created a podcast. And when it came to creating it, um, my love of music came through and I created a jingle, which I love. It's very like tropical beach destination, a little bit of UB40 slash reggae. And then we came up with this name. Now, this is your tagline, right? So strip it back. And the funny part was when we, we said it, it was like, ha-ha, we're going to attract a certain audience, you know, two women, you know, in their 30s, pretty beautiful, sitting there talking about stripping it back. Um, and that's what we loved the most about it, it's just that play on words. But the philosophy of strip it back, take me back to your tagline and why we decided that was the name. Oh, this all started when we were teaching together and we team taught, so we've been in forums together and when we just thought things were too much for the little people in the classroom and we would just be like, we need to strip this back, peel it back to a bit of basic and really nurture these beings. So I see what we did then in the classroom just as pivotal as what we do now for ourselves when things are a bit much, just seeing where we can take away some layers and come back to the fundamentals and basics of living and being the true creator of your life. Oh, I love it. So the tagline of the podcast, which helps to simplify life and live in the moment. And mm-hmm. we're constantly evolving and we're constantly each other's mirrors and we are up-leveling ourselves and each other through these authentic conversations. And we are just so honoured that we have a loyal listener fan base around the world like that still gets me, like I get emotional thinking of it, around the world who tune in each week and um, I guess try to look at ways that they can strip things back in life. So that's exactly why we're here. That's exactly why we're up-levelling in season three and I couldn't imagine doing anything different. I just love it. absolutely love what we're doing and very proud of us both. Oh, me too. I love when you say that. Now, season two, we did try on something a little new too. Mm. So we brought on some guests and that was, that was beautiful too. Mm. Uh, how do you see that being for season three? At this stage, we're very honest and open. Uh, Renee and I, we often, wouldn't you say that we just fly from our heart? 
yes, there's certainly some structure involved in, I guess, the tech side of things with Strip It Back and basically the main ideas and themes. But we kind of speak from our heart, which is something that we've learned to do um, over the, the years that we've been working on ourselves. And at this point in time, what we've kind of birthed and created and, and co-manifested doesn't quite have as many guests this time. Um, not to say that that won't happen as the episodes evolve. That's the magic of it, right? That is right. And that's what I love, that we just kind of feel into it. And this for me is really embodying, embodying feminine energy mm -hmm. and listening to that feeling that's within. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as I look back and reflect on us, I guess, looking at what season three will look like, true teachers, we had to analyse it. We had to look at what was working well and then give each other feedback and hear feedback from our loyal listeners, friends and families on where, where we're going to take the content this season. And um, I'm super excited about the way, if I was to sum it up, it's that stepping into your power, you are your own teacher and here we are, as facilitators and as communicators sharing story. That's our superpower, that we can tell story, that we can communicate. And we're not afraid to be vulnerable along the way and share our own lessons, journeys and whatever. And much like when we were teachers in the classroom, we provide students with a range of tools, yeah? And what we want season three of Strip It Back to be is a very open, honest and authentic dialogue, which has little tools that you can literally take away and be like, huh, I might give that a go when I'm feeling A, B, C or D. Yeah. Mm, but that's yeah. our intention. That's exciting. It is exciting. The mm. new and evolved maths toolbox is our self-care kit and what we need for life. I think we got coloured paper and cut it out and the kids loved it. It made sense. So, yeah, here we are. Now, season one, episode one, I listened to it so many times. It's actually our most listened to episode. I did a little bit of back office um, exploring. And I think that that's what makes our podcast really special. We are who we are. Now, I would love to know from you, Renee, when we started Strip It Back, um, I'm trying to work out the month. It was definitely sometime in 2008. 19 maybe who knows yeah. um and we said if you had to use three words to describe yourself um what are they now do you remember your three words i do i actually think mine are fairly similar um i mean that was really hard back then to just narrow it down to three words but i did put um travel mm -hmm. uh health and wellness mm -hmm. And I feel like cooking might have been the other. Yeah, it was food. Yeah, food and cooking. Community. I yeah. think more than food, it's the community of the food. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And as I did way back when, which one would you like to, I guess, unravel a little bit? Because I guess the woman I am today is certainly still Joanne Panetta in her essence, but I've evolved and I've changed quite a bit. Are there any of those three that you feel have, um, I guess, up-leveled or evolved in any way that you'd like to crack open for our listeners? Oh, you know what? I'm going to go with travel because we can't do travel at the moment and it has been an evolving one that I think I've needed to feel. Yep. I've always considered travel a beautiful part of my personal growth and development. and 
like many, I can't wait for that to open so that we can go and experience this again. But it's also the essence of being grounded in a spot has allowed me to find that beauty of self-development in a different light. Mm. And, you know, that's come out through what I'm taking myself on with within my business and knowing that what I loved about travel, or what I love, I shouldn't say loved because I still love this about travel, is the connections and community and starting to water the relationships that are in my life. And when I'm not okay with things, asking that question of, are you watering that relationship or are you pointing the finger? And usually if I'm getting frustrated, I'm like, hang on, how am I showing up right now? And so that's just allowed me to really do those really cute things that I want to have in my relationships. And, um, you know, with this lockdown time, I am still in lockdown, people. I've got one of those lucky, not so lucky suburbs at the moment in Melbourne that is back in, in this time. But I've allowed it to be a special time with my husband as well. And we could be in our mundane of doing the same thing, but we created date nights or even little notes like, I don't know if you've seen it, I've put it in there like a few days ago, a little note in his lunchbox, because he has like, which is like a little kid's lunchbox, but just allowing it to be like, you know what, watering the relationship. That's the one, my one human that I see every day. Let's do the simple things that writing a note can be so simple and there for some enjoyment. So I think that's been one that I have really evolved in mm. in the times that we are. Absolutely. And, and when I thought about you and Joseph in lockdown and travel, I couldn't help but giggle internally at, you know, you were in Mexico the other night, remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you saw that. Yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. You know, you were cooking Mexican food, playing Mexican music. Like travel can be from the heart. And that's what we've been doing. We often do that. We're like, what do you feel like? Tonight? Indian? Okay, get the Indian music on. I'm going to cook. Get the Mexican music. Um, yeah. So beautiful. That's great. So it's interesting that, you know, so obviously food and health and wellness and travel are three foundations uh, for who you are as a human being. And mm. you can see that evolution. It's still who you are. And there's things that are changing about you. That's for sure. Oh, what about you? It's all in the being, right? I think when you're doing it mm. and being it, just, you don't need to be anywhere to be doing it, right? You are, you embody that. Yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, I, I think back for my three and they came really quickly. It was like food, music, travel. Mm -hmm. um, and the one I, I think the one I unpacked in season one was food. And again, very similar to you, it was around, you know, being connected and in community. Um, travel, as you've unlocked, is something that we're, you know, changing and evolving in, which is still a big facet of my life. But I'm actually going to unlock music. Mm, now, yeah. the reason I'm choosing music is because... I'm acknowledging I don't do enough around the area of what brings me true joy, which is singing and dancing. Now, I have the luxury of two delicious nephews, right? And they encourage me to be such a child around them. And we were talking the other night about what brings you joy, as we do when we're sitting around the dinner table having a chat. Um, and he goes, my nephew Christian said, well, what brings you joy, Auntie Joanne? And I was like, dancing and singing and he's like can you sing 
he had no idea uh, I'm a singer and I am a singer and I love to sing and I love dancing. And I really found myself reflecting on how much I got stuck in the doing and being an adult. And I forgot about the sheer joy that dancing and singing brings to me. Now, COVID lockdown has closed down all the bars and nightclubs and all of that. And, and you know, I keep saying, I just want to go out dancing. But what I realised is I can do it in my lounge room. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I can sing whenever I want. And I've got some beautiful friends who are also music musicians. So I brought back the old concept of the jam session. Now, there was so much story and, and complacency and, and like fear. I'm, I'm touching my throat as I say this around singing because I had such an inner mean girl telling me I wasn't actually good enough to sing. Um, but I've got a beautiful singing voice. I've had singing lessons since we started the podcast. I, I love to sing. I love to dance. And probably that's an area that I've evolved in, basically just getting out of my head and doing what brings me joy. Um, and I think it's just magical when you actually acknowledge that. I absolutely 100% agree with that. Mm -hmm. And we forget sometimes those things. And you can just dance around the lounge room. I love it. It's my favourite thing. Mm. Mm. I was talking to my sisters today and they were like, oh, your birthday's coming up, you know. What do you want to do? And uh, my sister already said, Louise, she's like, we're having a Latin party at home because all she wants to do is dance. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. I can totally do that. So, mm. yeah, I, I guess there's... Um, yeah, I guess there's some evolution in what does it mean to have joy in your life? So for me, if I say music is my joy, but I'm not actually embedding time and, and putting time into that, then I'm not really living in my true self. So it's been a really big learning curve from who I was, um, you know, back when I started the podcast to who I am now. So there you go. Oh, amazing. And how did you find that how did you see for yourself that was it that question that your nephew asked you that sparked that oh i'm not really creating time hmm. well i was the person that actually asked the question but um and i just thought oh, it'll generate conversation and i've been doing a lot of work with my coach about what brings me joy because we get really stuck in life um about what we need to do and what we must do. And, you know, life admin is mental, let alone um, navigating adulthood and, and significant changes in your life through a pandemic. Um, we're, not, we're forgetting the joy. We're forgetting the, you know, the thing that brings us joy. So I brought the question up just trying to find out from them. And then when they asked me, I was like, yeah, it's music. And they were like, we didn't know that about you. So I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. What a great for them. You know what I love? I love that you've said that you've been working on that with a coach because funnily enough, that has been one of the core concepts my own coach has been talking mm. about. And this is what I feel like having people on your team in your life just to question like we would, I guess, in the kids in a classroom, like we do with our soul sisters and with each other it just brings that back to the forefront of your life mm, mm, I agree completely and I love so most people that know you and I would be like why would you two need a coach don't you just coach each other and you know like you've got your soul sisters there is something really important about acknowledging that growth is ongoing I would say that in the past possibly three to five years for you and I, we have done some phenomenal things to crack open our authentic selves. But there is no checklist, no ticking the box. Oh, I've done this, so I'm fixing it. 
we are constantly, as I love to refer to it as, the, the pool filter, filtering up things to work on in order to continually grow and up level. Because the minute you say, oh, no, I'm good now, I'm fixed, I'm okay, I'm, I was just about to do the same thing, flatline, you're not actually living. The highest of highs and the lowest of lows mean you're actually living, right? So the fact that we both have coaches that we work with, now they're separate coaches, but isn't it fascinating that they are intertwining things and, and I guess we can see links between them both, which is really cool. And how nice that we've got each other as accountability buddies too, right? Absolutely. I think I heard a quote the other day that said, you are, the, you are a reflection of the top five people you hang around. And I thought, wow, isn't that interesting? Who are in my circle of people and are they serving me? And oh my goodness, you know, there would have been a time in my life where I would have been like, whoa, that was a reflection of who I was hanging around as well. And that was not it's my fullest version of myself. Mm. And I can say that now the people that I choose to spend my time or be on calls with are people that are really taking on themselves and, and up-leveling and happy to have accountability and we have some very honest and frank conversations that sometimes people would be like wow how do you get to a point point of speaking to someone like that i know it was just the other day i started our conversation with i need to clean up with you about something <laughs> and you were like whoa, whoa what have i done i'm like no it's got nothing to do with you it's what I, the thought process that went through my head and i need to say this because I felt a little bit guilty that this thought process went through my head and you need to know that it's because you sparked something in me. And what did you say to me? I was like, I'm, I'm glad you could clean that up. I had no idea. I actually had no idea that that had impacted you in any way, but how great. And I just kind of went, well, clearly it's because I'm mirroring something that's missing in you or that you need to work on. And I was just like, if someone listened to that conversation, they'd be like, whoa, you two are kind of brutal with each other. And I was like, it's the best. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know you had to clean up with me, but it's great. I'm glad you did. Good. That's out of the space now. Now we can delve into this. Like, I, I loved it. And, um, and I love that you could be vulnerable and say, yeah, it was something that you said triggered something in me. And I was like, I didn't even realise that had impacted you. So communication is so vital. And that's what we want this to be a foundation for, for us to trigger possibly things in you to kind of question and reflect on and kind of go, oh, um, oh that's something I'd like to delve into a little bit more. So we hope that after each episode, we've got some ideas for you to kind of take away and work on, whether that's a question that we've raised that you can journal on, um, a spark for a conversation you can have with a loved one. I've certainly been having some very, very authentic conversations with my friends and family, stepping into my power and speaking my truth. Um, and it's just been really powerful. So from the end of season two, where I spoke very vulnerably about cleaning up a very, very heavy relationship with my ex-husband, who, who I have become in that time. And, and lots of things have happened in between now and then. And it seems like ages ago that we actually connected. Um, that, that's all part of, I guess, the growing and the stepping into who we want to become. So cleaning up never stops. There you go. That's the moral to the story. Oh, and it feels good because when you do do that, you get to up level and keep creating. 
Beautiful. A question I have. So we obviously wrapped up season um, season two. What have you been up to in between now and, and when we wrapped up? What are some things so our loyal listeners can know what we've been doing? Well, I was really excited because we got to go out for a few weeks and my husband and I brought back the let's go on little adventures and hiking again. Um, it was short-lived, so I am back in, but that's okay. I've come to peace with it because it is wintertime. So I've found my own little cosy things, but I am at the moment doing some with coaching. I am also doing a camera confidence course. Mm, nice. And so this is for me to feel a little bit more comfortable sharing my story and showing my face. And it's so funny because I've had so many people go to me, but Renee, you're great when you get on the screen and you've got a podcast. And I said, I know it sounds absurd when you put it like that, but it needs to feel comfortable for me. Mm. And I said that sometimes when I go to press that live button or interact, I get a little bit of anxiety. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not sure what that's about, but if I'm all about honoring myself whole and completely, I see this as a gift of self love. And it has been getting me showing up in a group with women and I've let myself create my own little challenge to do that on my own socials over the next bit every day as well, which I put that out today. So I'm just putting it here again because I feel like the more and more we practice something, the better we obviously get at it. And we know that from a teaching perspective, but How great to be able to feel so whole and complete with yourself. Absolutely. Wow. And that's really brave. And I know that um, that's something that we'll be unpacking. We have a a series of episodes that we'd really love to share around being a strong female, around divine femininity, around all of the things that make women so magical. Um, And they'll be coming up in our seasons, um, episodes coming up in the season, which is really cool. Um, And you said you got back in nature, which is really special. I'm the same. So I have to tell a really cool story. I, um, I have a beautiful group of friends. I've I've actually moved back to Geelong um, with my family, which is really cool to spend some time with them. And I have a beautiful community here of new friends that I've made. And the other day, I'm not in a lockdown suburb and I really acknowledge how blessed I am. And um, my heart goes out to everybody that isn't feeling that great about their current situation. Um, I know you've done a lot of work around seeing this as a time for you to grow and evolve. And I just want to acknowledge that for some people, they may not be feeling that way. So um, I would like to share what's bringing me joy, but acknowledge in the same time how blessed and fortunate I am that I have that freedom. So I just want to put that out there. Um, I have been visiting the Geelong Botanical Gardens a lot. And I, I have a tree. I found a tree. <laughs> that was the best message the other day when you sent me. I'm like, I found my tree. Yeah. And you look like this little person <laughs> against this big giant tree. Grounded tree. It's beautiful. The tree, I was drawn to it, number one, because it looked like eyes. Like it looked like it was covered in these big eyes. And I am just such a visual person. And it had this really strong trunk and strong base. And I was like, that's my ancestry. That's all the work I've done to become who I am. And then the tree sprouted and there were these like little bulbs and leaves and all sorts of things. And I went, they kind of look like a vagina. And so I went there and I was like, it's a tree about femininity. And my friends that I was with, I'm like, 
yeah, that kind of looks like a nipple. And I was like, yeah, eyes, femininity, growth, it's my tree. So I, <laughs> I've been finding my tree. And today I took my sisters and my cousin for a walk to my tree. They're like, yeah, it really is. Like, it's really great. <laughs> And my older sister, Emery thinks I'm hilarious and a woo-woo. And she's like touching the tree. She's like, yep, yep, it's your tree. And I was like, it's okay. It doesn't matter if it doesn't mean anything to you. She goes, but it means something to you. And I love that. So, Oh, I love that you've hit on that because it doesn't matter if you're the woo-woo of your family. They love <laughs> you for being you. Yeah. And that in ourselves, we know that that's been Part of our growth, I would say, in actually getting to that rather than we named ourselves the black sheep. Yes, and the weird ones, the, you know, and now they just embrace it. Like I came home and mum's like, of course you have a tree. Of course you, and I was like, I do. And then my sister, my other, my other sister Louise, she's like, so what are you going to do? Like what sacred ceremony? Whereas my sister's like holding it going, oh yeah, I can tell it's your tree. It was just hilarious. So uh, in the time that I've been away from the podcast, nature has been a big part of my being. And I know in our book club, um, we host a book club, which is really cool as well. It's amazing. I've said that I want to connect to nature a lot more. So that's been a big thing for me, um, exploring different parts of Victoria um, and getting in nature as much as possible. So, and looking forward to continuing that um, as much as I can. So beautiful. Mm. On the nature thing, I feel like this time has given a lot of people time to get out in nature in the sense that that is actually one thing that is considered a priority. And with that becomes that grounding. Like I've seen the bike store up the road. I have never seen it empty before. And mm. I feel like more people are getting out and just being connected with that. And that is so therapeutic. The the connection that you can get with a tree, mm. putting your feet on grass. And in this time, if I take my yogic standpoint, where we're feeling probably a lot of uncertainty and security, that focuses on the energy center, which is our most basic center of actually needing that grounding. So by being able to get out there in nature, it is one of the easiest ways to bring in some of that energy yeah and bring about a sense of calm in a chaotic mm. so oh i've just i've just loved refreshing and revisiting all of these concepts you know just nice to be back and um, as much as i would have loved to have been in the physical space recording with you we have to acknowledge um our willingness to just step into what it is um, technology has become our friend and um, what I would love to share though is the little ritual that we've wrapped up and we've added it to our little podcasting so as you know we always love to introduction and then we've got our questions of the day but before we do that I love Renee so much for saying hang on a second let's add another element of ritual to our podcasting because we're not in the physical space together let's connect and I was like oh yeah and she said what's your favorite essential oil? And I was like, geranium. And so I have my geranium oil here with me. I have it on my hands and I'm smelling it. And you've done the same thing. Yeah. And then Renee, they, she's, she's not, she's, I'm going to really pump her tires up here because this is what we do for each other. She's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the benefits, beauty, and I guess knowledge of essential oils, right? So then she goes and gets her beautiful book out and reads a few lines about the, I guess, the emotional connection is that what you would call it the script yeah the most frequency of the oil 
can you just like you don't have to read the whole paragraph but a few key ideas put your glasses on because you won't be able to read it um like when i just said geranium and i simply intuitively chose it because i love the smell tell us what it's all about love this so i got the book out i knew it was the oil of love and trust and mm -hmm. even our podcast and in the first few sentences geranium restores confidence in the innate goodness of others and in the world mm. it facilitates trust especially when individuals have lost trust in others due to difficult circumstances it also assists in re-establishing strong bonds to one's family and given that you are now living back home in geelong i thought that was quite um, quite pivotal and when there has been a loss of trust in relationships, geranium encourages emotional honesty, love and forgiveness. Mm. Beautiful connection. And given the journey of even this podcast, I think that we come back to opening up, trusting yourself, each other. I couldn't have picked a better oil and the fact that you just said it so instantly, we now can anchor, even though we're not in the physical, with each other by using that. Oh, it's one of my favourite ways to use essential oils is the emotional. It's just so easy that we could do that in a less than a minute. Pop it on yeah. and be so in. special. And I think that that is now our new ritual for Strip It Back. So I hope you look forward to uh, hearing a little bit about the oils we choose and and the stories behind them. And then also, I'm going to um, you know put Renee's. Uh, knowledge and wisdom forward and, and hopefully you can learn a few things if you are interested in finding out a bit more be sure to follow her page at rebalance naturally that's for sure mm. now we could keep talking for ages right but we do kind of need to wrap things up pretty soon hey yeah we do and I feel like that was my our small win today but do you have another strip it back win or today oh, I mean we usually end up if you haven't been listening to the episode we usually just like to you know a little win so we call a win for the day or something we've stripped back in life just today um oh i know what mine is i um i haven't been sleeping very well i've i've been sleeping a bit weird on and off i think the moon's got something to do with it to be honest and i've got a lot happening in my brain so um my small win was this morning I acknowledge that I'd kind of dropped all my rituals, which is like meditation and some gentle breathing and some journaling. And I brought those back this morning. And um, yeah, I feel more grounded and I feel more connected and I just feel a little bit more in my heart and not so much in my head. So that was my small win. Acknowledging that I'd kind of dropped my rituals and that was okay, but that I've brought them back um, now is really special. Yeah. Beautiful. And anything extra for you? Um, I think mine is about peeling back the layers and the fact that I got on there this morning with my social media and I've put it out there. I'm going to challenge myself and come on and be with you in whatever form that is. So stripping back the layers for myself. Well done. 
So mm. they're actually two quite big things. And I love that that's where we're like, oh, small win. <laughs> you know, like we, yeah, constantly up-leveling and working on who we are. Um, I have loved sharing with you again today. I have loved connecting with our listeners. We will be um, back again next week sharing a new episode with you all. We have some grand plans, but as you know, Joe and Renee style, it's going to be quite intuitive and we'll let it flow. We would love to hear from you. We would love to listen back and, and have a look at some of the feedback from our previous seasons. And ultimately, we're here for connection and community and for our people to be of service. So if you have any questions, comments or episode topics and things you'd like us to explore, please do not hesitate to reach out on our social media or contacting us directly, that's for sure. Until next time, everyone, have a beautiful day. Bye, everyone.